Welcome to She Hustles Podcast, and I'm your host, Josiah Santiago Hines. I'm a registered nurse turned into an entrepreneur, and I'm here to motivate you to finding true happiness and living your best life. If you love this episode, let me know, girl. Slide into my Instagram DM. Tag me that you're listening to this episode and say, Josiah, I love this. This was super helpful. It's literally the way that I know what content to create for you. So show me love and don't forget to tag me. I would love to connect and talk with you. Today's episode is all about mom life. And because I'm not a mom yet, I have invited my favorite super mom, Desiree, who will talk about how she manages her career, side hustle, grad school, and being a mom of three little ones under five. Now, she's a fucking badass, so definitely take her advice and suggestions on how to live your best life as a mom. Desiree, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, my name is Desiree. I am a mother of three boys. Um, I am also a health and wellness coach virtually, and I also am getting my master's in clinical and mental health counseling. As a mom, what responsibilities do you have to juggle through? Oh boy. So as a mom, I mean, you're basically taking care and um, molding and shaping the lives of three tiny humans. And so as a mom, I'm caring for anything and everything that you can imagine between feeding them and teaching them, like learning experiences, you know, reprimanding them. Those are obviously the hard things about being a mom. Um, You know, I have little guys, but my, my twins are actually, they will be three at the end of this month. And so they are less independent. They are very dependent on me. So, you know, that obviously includes like dressing them and teaching them, you know, different things to help them reach milestones. And then my oldest is five. He'll be six at the end of September. He's a little bit more independent, but still very dependent on me. And so, um, you know, between the daily activities of feeding and clothing and keeping up with all of their activities and keeping them busy because they are very busy little boys, you know, I also have to manage doctor's appointments and dentist appointments and, you know, even making sure that they are getting adequate sleep or eating proper foods and, you know, going to the right schools. I mean, I literally do it all. I manage everything for them. I'm their own, their little manager. (laughs) I know being a mom is hard. So what are the struggles that you go through as a mom and how do you overcome them? So some of the biggest struggles I feel like I have gone through as a mom, like just starting out in the beginning, when I first became a brand new mom, my biggest struggle was finding time for myself. Um, I went from being a very independent individual to having this tiny human who depends on me to feed him and, you know, keep him happy. And so it was like from one extreme to the next. I, ha- I, was, I was me and then I kind of felt like I lost me because I was just a mom and all of my daily activities revolved around just being a mom. And so for me, it took, I had to take a step back and realize that I wasn't the healthiest mom that I could be 
not only physically, but mentally and emotionally, because I wasn't taking time for myself. Um, and so when I realized that, I really had to take a step back and say, what can I do to be better and take better care of myself so that I can be a better mom for my, at the time I only had one child when I first realized or came to this realization. So for me, that involved working out every day, at least carving out 30 minutes of time a day to commit to my own physical well-being. I felt like when I was able to get 30 minutes of a workout in every single day, it really helped boost my energy. It helped me with endorphins that made me happier. It helped me feel more confident in my skin. And that ultimately just helped me feel more empowered as a mom. I also really worked on personal development. Um, I, I had to really take a step back and, and kind of feel what I was struggling with um, about being a mom. And a lot of it revolved around the fact that I wasn't at the time bringing in any kind of income when I first became a mom. And so I needed to look at that and see why was I feeling insecure about that? Um, what was it that I could do to change that? And what could I, how could I, you know, incorporate all of these goals really that I was starting to develop for myself and, you know, how could I mold them together with being a mom? So that was big for me, working out and personal development, taking those two things that time for myself. Des, I always say you are my super mom because I see you get shit done with no excuses. So many mothers tell me literally every single day that they don't have time to work out. So how do you make it work with three little ones? Yeah, so for me, I really have to be intentional with my time. With three kids, like you said, they are very busy and they require a lot of my attention. And so I know that I need to wake up earlier in order to get that workout in because I know that it's super important for me to do that for myself in order to be the best mom for my kids. Now, I will say that there, since the summer has kind of kicked in, my oldest doesn't have school. He doesn't have anywhere to be at 7.50. And so sometimes I will wait until my kids wake up and do my workout then. And it is harder. I won't say that it's easy by any means. It's harder when I have to do my workout with three kids pulling my attention and needing me. But um, I really love to actually incorporate them in the workout. Like they know that when I'm working out, they are seeing mommy do something for herself. And they like to jump in and do the, you know, the burpees or pretend to do the push-ups or, you know, lift the weights or whatever it is. And I feel like showing them that I'm committing to myself every day, committing to myself every day, not only shows them a healthy lifestyle um, physically, but it also shows them what I'm doing mentally and emotionally to be the best for them. So uh, most of the time I will say that I do try to get it in before they wake up because then I can give them my full attention when they are awake. But if it just so happens that I have to get it in when they are awake, I don't feel guilty and I refuse to feel guilty about carving out even up to 45 minutes of, of time in my day while they are awake and incorporating them into my workout or even just letting them know, hey, mommy's getting ready to do a workout. Let me set you up with a snack and an activity and I will get my workout done while you guys are doing that. 
I absolutely love that you shared about showing them the healthy habits because I don't have children yet, but I always say that it's so important to show your children early the healthy habits, the working out, because then they won't have to struggle like us to lose weight because they'll know exactly what they would have to do. And that's literally my goal when I become a mom is that they're going to see my workouts. They're going to see what I eat. They're not going to know what McDonald's is. And I'm like super excited to show them healthy habits early. So with, we talked about working out, but I also know that you're in school, you have a job and you're building a business. So how do you make time for three children working out and all that other stuff? (laughs) So like I said, I am very intentional with my time. I am very much Uh, a planner. I love to plan out my day ahead of time. I know that when I wake up at 5am, I'm going to do my workout between, you know, 515 and six. My kids don't usually wake up till about 630. So I make sure between six and 630, I'm getting their breakfast ready. And then between, you know, the time that they wake up at 630. And usually around nap time, I am like, fully present. I am 100% mommy. I usually put my phone away. Unless you know, a phone, I get a call and it's important call or whatever, but 99% of the time I'm just 100% mommy and I'm very engaged with my kids because it's really important to me, even that my kids see the balance between working, working out and, um, spending quality time with the people that mean the most to them. Um, and so then at nap time around noon, I'm either doing my schoolwork or I'm doing my work, work, my job. And I usually get about two hours. I will say that they're almost three, so they're probably giving up that nap soon. But I do, I'm very intentional about quiet time. I'm like, you're going to have two hours of quiet time because mommy needs quiet time too. <laughs> and so we do two hours of quiet time. Then again, I'm, I'm with the kids between two and about 6.30, 7 o'clock when I put the little guys to bed. Then I spend about an hour in the evening with my oldest and then he goes to bed at eight and then between eight and probably about 11 or 12, I'll say 11 because I like to go to sleep so I can get up early, but sometimes it doesn't happen until midnight. But between the eight and 12-ish, I'm either working or doing my schoolwork. So that is my routine. I am a creature of habit. I do the same things every day. I eat the same things every day. And I know that not everybody is like that. I know a lot of people aren't that type A where they plan things out and that that comes easy to them. But I have found that even with my kids, when they see that structure, they feel that structure, our whole day runs so much smoother and everybody is just happier throughout the day, you know, not only me, but them as well. And so I do think it's really important to at least be intentional with your time, even if you're not necessarily a planner per se, like if you don't, aren't that type A type of person, it is really important for you to block out the times of day that you're going to focus on your work and really focus on your work and then block out the times of day that you're going to focus on your kids and truly focus on your kids because otherwise you're going to get resentful towards your kids or your job. And it's important that you strike that balance so that way you don't become resentful towards either. 
All I have to say is that you're a fucking badass. <laughs> and I love you because we're both type A's. So I'm excited <laughs> because I know as a mom, I will get my shit together and I will be calling you like every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say I was even more type A before I had kids. But when and when I had Brayden, it kind of like threw me for a loop because I wasn't able to be as type A as I usually am. So I really had to scale back and like look at what I was willing to compromise on and what, like what he could teach me about what he needed and what I needed and how we like kind of molded together. So being a mom is so much about learning your kids and kind of growing together. It's not, at least that's what I learned. It's not like every kid isn't kind of the same. Like you hear other people say like, Oh, my kid is so easy. My kid sleeps so well when you do this. But what I found best was that when I pulled back and turned off the noise of what everyone else was doing with their kids and just solely focused on what my kid needed and what I needed and us growing together, we were able to function so much better and life just became so much happier. And that balance was really striked or stricken. I don't even know what's the proper word for that. <laughs> I love it. Everything is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Do you make your children eat as healthy as you? And what advice do you have to moms that their children are already eating unhealthy, but they want to teach them the healthy habits? Yeah, so I do make my children eat as healthy as I do. Um, I sometimes joke that I'm a mean mommy because I, I offer something to my kids. And if they don't eat it, then they wait till the next meal to eat. I'm not, I'm not going to just give them what they want so that they're quiet. I want to teach them that mommy made this food. This is healthy. And, um, this is what we should be eating. Now I will say that I'm really, um, I, and I don't mean to like pat my own back, but like, I, I really try to explain to my children why they're eating what they're eating. So like, if I'm giving you blueberries, this is filled with antioxidants and it, it really helps your immune system. If I'm giving you oranges, it's filled with vitamin C. It's going to help, you know, your eyes. If I'm giving you chicken, this is filled with protein. It's going to keep your belly full longer. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not just giving them food and forcing them to eat it. I'm explaining to them why they're eating it. And another thing that I do with Brayden, mostly with Brayden, but a little, the twins will develop it as they get a little bit older. They're still so young, but with Brayden, it was really important for him to feel empowered in the decisions that we were making together eating healthy. And so we'll go to the grocery store and sometimes I'll be like, dude, go pick out something that is really pretty that you want to try. And, if, and it'll be in like the produce aisle and he'll pick out a fruit or a veggie and then we'll make it together and then he'll try it. And whether or not he likes it, you know, that was still an experiment. And usually he does like it because we tried it together. But I found that really empowering him gave him that opportunity to want to try things. Now, I will say that if I have a lot of friends who have kids who are just necessarily, they're unhealthy eaters. They eat a lot of McDonald's or they eat out or whatever. And that's, you know, your choice. But if you are trying to incorporate healthier choices into your kids' meals, I think that it's really important to at least put one thing on their plate that you know they're going to eat. So my twins are actually kind of picky right now, which is like almost a whole new world to me because Brayden was never picky. But what I've been doing is I give them three options. So it might be like chicken, carrots, and then um, I buy these like little cheese puffs or something from Trader Joe's that they absolutely love. And I know that they're going to eat those cheese puffs, but I also know that the chicken and the carrots are also on the plate. And if they finish those cheese puffs and they're still hungry, 
mommy doesn't give them another choice. So they have to eat those chicken and cheese puffs or they don't eat till the next meal. Now, again, you might think this is mean and it's totally fine, but they've learned that if they don't eat those two things at that meal, that they're going to be hungry until the next meal. And so when the next meal rolls around, again, I give them three options, one that I know they will guarantee eat, and then the other two, and usually they finish their whole plate because they're so hungry they didn't eat their lunch or whatever it was. Um, so yes, I do think that sometimes you do have to be a mean mommy and just kind of set those boundaries because your kids need boundaries. They need rules and setting those rules and following through with it is just so important. And it shows them that, you know, eating healthy doesn't necessarily have to be a negative thing or a negative experience. I think a lot of times some people struggle because it's, it becomes like a battle and they don't want to argue with their children, but being firm with your decision is really, I mean, is more important than, than kind of that battle, that back and forth, because it teaches your child that not only do, should they respect what you're you know, making for them and, and the, the choices that you are trying to teach them. But you, you know, you, they are also supposed to respect you and as well as you respecting them. And so I do think that sometimes those battles can be like a, almost like a headbutt respect type thing. And when you stand firm, you are teaching them respect for themselves as well as respect for you. I absolutely love that method because I feel like my mom used to do the same thing. It was, you eat this or you're going to eat shit and you're going to starve. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said before, I know being a mom is hard as fuck and it's not always happiness and rainbows. So what do you do when you feel like giving up? Um, so yes, being a mom is very hard. It can be extremely taxing emotionally and, and physically, but I really think for me personally, one thing that kind of keeps, I guess my spirits up is, is finding the things that we enjoy to do together and going to do those things. So my kids and I love to go on what I call, I call them adventures. We love to just like go to the zoo or go to the beach or just go on a walk or go to the park, you know, whatever it is. We love spending, you know, quality time together. And so I have found that when I am fully engaged and present and doing things that we enjoy to do together, it makes momming so much easier. Um, but I will say that another thing that I like to do is kind of like decompress. So obviously my kids go to bed at a certain time in the night, at, at night. Um, and sometimes like I need like a solid hour to just like be present within myself, like a complete silence. I have no TV on, like I just need to hear myself think. And so I give myself that time and I don't let myself feel guilty about it because I know that giving myself that hour of peace and quiet will really help me recharge a little bit in order to get the rest of the things that I need to do done. Um, so yeah, finding that time for myself, number one, and spending quality time with my kids because I love to do it is number two. So we all know that days don't always go as planned. So what do you do when your children steer you away from your type A plans? Yes. So my type A plans were always thrown, always thrown a wrench when I first became a mom. And it was really, really hard. I struggled with not being able to stay in the routine that I was typically doing. 
Um, and so I really had to take a step back and recognize that being a mom is all about unpredictability, really. And when things don't necessarily go as planned, you kind of have to roll with the punches. Otherwise, you're just going to find yourself, I mean, in my case, having an anxiety attack. And I just knew that that wasn't useful in any way, shape, or form in, you know, in being a mom and being a human, you know, whatever. So I recognized that I was getting, at least for me personally, in the beginning, when I first had Brayden, I recognized that I was getting too worked up about what my plans were. And I kind of had to just let us, again, grow together and figure out our plans together and not really hold myself to being that type A personality. I just had to learn to be a little bit more flexible because I was working with another human. Now, when we added, you know, the, the twins into the bunch, it really, <laughs> it really threw me for a loop and it was, it was extremely stressful and overwhelming. But again, I just, I had to just even, I had to let go even more almost when I had the twins because it was like, there's never going to be a time where everything is going to go my way. I just kind of have to let us all roll with the punches and figure it out along the way. If, you know, we happen to be an hour late, late later than where we normally are for a nap, that's totally fine. If bedtime starts to roll in, you know, a later time, that happens too. You just kind of have to be flexible and work with your, your sources. Like if you have support around you, whether it be friends or family or whatever, reach out to other people for help because I think that that is one of the most important things. I lacked support and help at the beginning of my children's lives. And um, since I have moved back to Philadelphia and I'm closer to my family now, I'm able to lean on other people for that love and support and the help that I need for when my plans aren't necessarily going the way I, I need them to. So if I, I know I have a deadline to meet with work or I know that I have a paper to meet, a paper deadline to meet with school, I can reach out to somebody else to kind of help me along the way when my plans aren't necessarily going as planned, for lack of a better word. I see moms are always exhausted and they say that they don't have no time for themselves. You talked about your one hour of time. How do you schedule that? Um... Well, I will say that I do look and see like, what are the activities that my kids have for the day? So I do typically start with them. I'm like, what is it that I need to do with my kids today? Um, if it's during the school year, I'm like, I know that Brayden's going to be in school from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. So I know that I'm going to need to pick him up at a specific, I'm going to leave the house at a specific time to pick him up on time. I know that the twins need a nap at a specific time. So I try and be you know, very aware of the times that my kids absolutely a thousand percent need me. Then I look at the rest of the day. I mean, there's 24 hours in the day. If my kids need me for like 12, then there's another 12 hours of the day, you know, or whatever that I need, I can block out for whatever else that I need to do. Um, I will say that I sacrificed a lot of sleep <laughs> um, and I don't watch TV like almost ever. I hardly watch TV. And that's because I, I have priorities. My priorities are my schoolwork and my, and my job. And so I, I know that the time, the other 12 hours of the day, probably about 
five or six of them, I am sleeping. And so there's six other hours in the day that I have to dedicate to my job, my schoolwork, and whatever else I need to do to maintain my life, my house or whatever. And so finding one hour out of that six to dedicate to myself really isn't too hard for me to conceptualize because especially when I look at it like that, when I look at it like my kids need me for 12 hours, the reality is that I could probably even squeeze that one hour of a workout in sometime in that 12 hours when my kids need me if I absolutely have to. And then again, that still gives me six hours that I could do whatever else I need to do um, while still getting a sufficient amount of sleep. So really taking a step back, looking at your entire schedule as a whole and realizing that we all have the same 24 hours in the day. It just depends on how you prioritize your time. Last question. So any other advice do you have for moms who work full time, who want to work out and be better for themselves and also maybe want to build a side hustle? My biggest advice for moms would probably be to be more gentle on themselves. I feel like when I first became a mom, I was so hard on myself with the things that I expected not only of me, but of my kids too. Um, you know, again, I, I was telling you about all of that noise around me that you hear of the way kids are supposed to act or whatever. And then I recognize, I look at my kid and I'm like, he's not acting the way normal, quote unquote, normal kids act. So, you know, I just felt like I was so hard on myself, on my kid. And it just wasn't, it didn't feel like the experience that I wanted it to be. And so giving myself the, that grace, really, that not everything is going to be perfect. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not ever going to be a perfect parent. My child's never going to be a perfect child. Um, but we can be perfect together if we you know, work together and learn together and grow together and just um, you know, go through the whole thing of motherhood together giving yourself grace is by far one of the biggest things. And when it comes to building an income, I mean, when I had Brayden, I had zero confidence in myself to build an income, but I, I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, I knew that what I was doing in that moment wasn't really getting me to where I wanted to be with regards to my goals in life. It wasn't, I just didn't feel fulfilled, um, not only as a mother, but as a, a person in society. And so I knew that, if I stayed the same, if I stayed doing what I was doing, which was nothing, then nothing was going to change. So in order to do something or achieve the goals that I was looking to achieve, I had to do something different. Um, I had to have an open mind about it. And the whole process really, again, we had to grow through it together. Brayden and I grew my business together really in the beginning days. And then when I had the twins, Again, I had to be more flexible. I had to give myself even more grace because when you're, you know, taking care of three kids on your own, it just, it's, it's hard. It is very hard. And so giving myself that grace and allowing myself that time to just either be present with my kids or the time to work, I just refuse to ever feel guilty about what I am choosing to focus on because I knew that it was important to me, whether it was the time with my kids or the time with my business or the time with my schoolwork. So always giving yourself grace, always having, you know, letting go of any expectations and kind of just going through the process together with your kids. That's probably my biggest word of advice. 
that's it. Thank you so much, Des, for being a part of She Hustles. Des is the true definition of She Hustles. She knows what she wants and she goes for it. If you're a single mom who needs motivation and inspiration from another badass mom, make sure you go follow Des. She is the bomb and my super mom hero. Thank you so much for listening. If there are any special topics you'd like me to go over, please don't hesitate to email me at josirafitness at gmail.com and make sure to drop a review and subscribe. Have a blessed day.